0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والصلاه والسلام على سيد الانبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل ان كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لَمِنَ الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين all praise be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our creator and our sustainer and may the special and choicest peace mercy and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon our beloved prophet سيدنا محمد مصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم مولاي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم Alhamdulillah, we find ourselves once again on this beautiful day, the 12th of Rabiul Awal, which is synonymous with the birth as well as the death of Nabi wa wasallam. And as we are aware that on the 12th of Rabiul Awal, Muslims all over the world hold special gatherings to commemorate and celebrate the birthday of Nabi wa wasallam. And the special programs which are held in honor of Rasulullah wasallam attract huge numbers of Muslims from all different areas and different sections and factions of society as well. And there can be no true opinions uh, among the believers and among the ummatis of Rasulullah wasallam that remembering Rasulullah wasallam and learning about his life example are acts which are highly meritorious. So these celebrations, which are held in honor of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they show a deep love and a devotion that all Muslims and all believers have for Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And this love and the devotion, it is a very distinct characteristic of Muslims throughout the centuries. A Muslim is a person that, irrespective of whether he may be Practicing fully or not practicing fully on Deen and Sharia, a Muslim is a person who has always deep love and respect for Nabi kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So while this love that we show for Rasulullah Sallallahu and the fact of this love has not changed, the nature of this love which is expressed has changed. It has taken many different forms, other than what we find from the earlier generations from the time of the Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, and from the Tabi'een and Tabi' Tabi'een, the generations that were closest to Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Sahaba, they were the special people, and they are the ones who were constantly in contact with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa direct contact with Nabi Karim sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They learned from him, they joined the struggle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa they gave sacrifice for it, they devoted their lives for the mission of nabi akrim sallallahu alaihi wasallam and because of their sacrifice and their devotion and what they actually went through they earned the credentials for being the special companions of nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam we allah subhanahu wa taala praised them in the quran majeed saying that ravi allah anhum wa that they are pleased with allah and allah subhanahu wa taala is pleased with them simahum fi wujuhihim min and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks in glowing terms about the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum and the kind of people and generation that they were. So they were the people who became the model disciples of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They were the model followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and they were the true devotees of Nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Like Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu had once mentioned that, O oh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you are dearer to me than anybody else except myself. So Rasulullah s.a.w. asked him to reflect on what he had said, and said to him that your Iman is not completed. After some time Saint Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu who came back to Nabi Karim s.a.w. he said, O oh, Rasulullah after reflection, now I am certain that you are dearer to me than I am to myself. So Rasulullah s.a.w. responded saying al-ana ya Umar that now your Iman is perfect and it is complete. So a believer can only be a true believer if one holds the Prophet ﷺ dearer to himself than anybody else in the world, even himself. As Rasulullah mentions that لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى أكون من يجمعين that your iman is incomplete. You will not be a perfect believer until I am dearer to you than your parents, your children, and the whole of mankind. In this hadith, Nabi Karim sallallahu wa refers to both types of loves that, is a, that we find in the world. Natural love as well as love that needs to be developed. Natural love is a love that we have as parents for our children, which children have for their parents. Nobody tells a father, love your child. Nobody tells a child, love your mother. But it's a natural love which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is created in every person. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says that love in me, must be even greater than that natural love that a child and a parent has for one another and for any other person then your iman then your iman and your belief in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be complete so the sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum they were the people who modeled this type of love and they showed at every turn of their lives in every step they take every breath they took whatever they did wherever they went they showed that they were the model devotees and they were the model followers of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu A Sahabi Sayyidina Mus'ab bin Umair Ta'ala Anhu. He was a young person in Makkah Mukarramah, a pagan in Makkah. It is said that he was the best dressed person in Makkah Mukarramah. He was the best cared for from among the youth. He would wear the most expensive clothing of silk and he wore the best perfumes. Wherever he would go, he would leave a trail of fragrance behind him. And when people would pass by, they would know that Musab bin Umair was the person who had passed by here. Then something happened in his life. He met Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa And the message of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa captured him. It penetrated the depth of his heart. And that was the change of his life. His life changed drastically. His mother, who was a pagan, who used to love him before, now despised him and she hated him. She began to punish him. She disowned him. And there was a complete transformation in his life. The proverbial cliche that we are used to from rags to riches. He actually literally reversed this to say from riches to rags. Nabi Karim sallallahu saw him covering his body with a patched up sheet. Which showed signs of a very rough life that he lived. Looking at this, Nabi Karim sallallahu said that I saw this young man some years ago in Makkah Mukarramah, who was the best dressed young person in Makkah Mukarramah. Nobody was cared for better than him. He wore the best perfume, the best clothing. And Rasulullah says that there was a time when there was nobody who was more handsome than him, there was nobody who lived a more luxurious life than him, or any person who was even better dressed than him. But today, Sacrifice sacrificed all the comforts of that life for the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the love of Nabiya kareem sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him the first teacher of the Ansar in marina Munawwara. He was the person who held the flag of the Muslims and the Mujahideen in the Battle of Badr. When he was martyred in Uhud, there was not even enough clothing to cover his body completely. So grass was used to supplement the burial cloth and his coffin which was used. And according to some narration is mentioned that Nabi al sallallahu alayhi wa stood by his body and decided that the ayah that that from among the believers there are some men, there are some of them who fulfilled a pledge to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when he accepted Islam he knew it was a change in my life and my life would, may become worse in terms of material world but it will be become better as far as the akhirat and the spiritual world is concerned. The akhirat is concerned. But he was a person who lived by this covenant that he made with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, was Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa That I believe in Allah and I'm a follower of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And he lived that life to show that I'm a follower, I'm an ummati, a follower of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi Wasallam. Another sahabi, Hazrat Sa'id bin Ma'ad radiallahu ta'ala anhu, was the leader of the Ansar. And the Ansar were those who provided hospitality to Nabi wasallam and protection after the hijrat But when Nabi Akriimallahu made hijrat and he came to Madina munawwara the Ansar faced a bigger challenge. Now they were had to fight against the Meccans, the Quraysh, a group of people that were much more stronger than them and better equipped than them. So before the Battle of Badr. He said a moving speech to Nabiya Karim ﷺ, where he actually captures what the spirit of the commitment of the Ansar was to Nabiya Karim ﷺ. And he said, O oh, Rasulullah Allah وسلم, we believed in you. We have affirmed your nabuat and we have pledged our obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well, by Allah who has sent you as a Nabi, if you were to command us to jump into the ocean, then we would do that. Not one person amongst us would remain behind. But maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show you from amongst us what will bring pleasure to your eyes, O Rasulullah Wasallam. And we are not like the people of the previous nations, or like the people of Musa, who said to the Nabi, that that you go with your Rabb and fight, But we are remaining behind where we are. We will not desert your Rasul of Allah. We have made a pledge, a commitment, and we will live with this commitment till the day that we die. Another Sahabi. And I really love this incident. Said Najir bin Abdullah Radiallahu Anhu. He sent one of his servants to buy a horse. So the servant made a deal for three hundred dirhams, and he brought the seller with him so that he could be paid. When Sayyidina Jaree bin Abdullah looked at the horse, he realized that the seller had undervalued it. So he asked him that, would you take 400 dirhams for this? So the seller agreed. He said that, will you take 500 dirhams for it? The seller agreed. He says, well, 500 is fine, but I want 300 for it. So he said, would you take 600? Would you take 700? And he continued bargaining with him in this unusual manner. usually, When we go to buy an item, we make sure that we get the best possible price. We keep on lowering the price, lowering the price, until we are satisfied to say, I've got a real bargain. And this was bargaining in an opposite direction. Instead of paying a lower price, he kept on bargaining with a seller to pay him a higher price. Eventually, he bought the horse for 800 dirhams. Somebody asked him, why did you do so? Why did you barter and bargain in such an unusual manner? So he said, Sayyidina Jarir bin Abdullah radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, that the seller was not aware of the true value of this horse. And he said that I have simply given him a fair price because that is what I promised Nabiya Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I promised Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to always be sincere and be a well-wisher to every Muslim. So therefore, din al-Nasihah Deen is that a person is a well-wisher for all Muslims. Nasihat to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is obedience. Nasihat to Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa is to live by our commitment to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is as a Nabi of Allah and follow him in every aspect of our lives. Nasihat to the masses and the Muslim people around us to make sure that we are well-wishers for them. And this is how a person is actually a well-wisher. Simply because he made a commitment to Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa honored that commitment even if it was at a personal expense another sahabi who is unnamed was wearing a gold ring and we know that it is prohibited for muslim men to wear gold so nabi kirim saw him wearing this ring took it and threw it onto the ground saying that wearing this ring is like wearing burning charcoal from jahannam so later on somebody suggested to him that why don't you pick up the ring because it could be used by other people other members of the family, ladies could also use it. Because women of the ummah of Sallallahu Alaihi are allowed to wear gold jewelry. But he refused to pick it up. Saying that by Allah, I will never take it. When it has been thrown down and away by Rasulullah sallam, then how can I as a person pick this up? If Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam disliked it, then I'm a person who would also dislike it. And I would never do that which Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam disliked. So these are just some incidents and glimpses into the lives of the sahaba rabi Allah the great companions of nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi Wasallam. the life of the sahaba they are full of such examples they accepted rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's Nabuwat from the bottom of their hearts knowing really what it meant and accepting islam and following nabi akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam meant a change in life it meant making a personal sacrifice and they were prepared for the sacrifice. And the moment they embraced Islam, they recited the kalimah. From that point onwards, their lives revolved entirely around this belief. That we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we commit ourselves to the life of Nabiya Karim sallallahu alayhi wa Whatever change was necessary with that, they were committed to make the change. They loved Nabiya Karim sallallahu alayhi wa more than anybody else. A sahabi. Makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. that O oh Allah, oh Allah, my eyes which I have was only useful when I could see Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Now that Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is not with us, there is no use for my eyes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes his eyesight away. And even seeing, it was appreciated because he could see Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now that we cannot see Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there's no need to even have sight. And that is the kind of love they showed for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But not once any sahabi would ever say, even by mistake, that this is only a sunnah. Meaning it could be ignored. No, they lived by it and they made sure that in every opportunity, they practiced fully on the sunnah of Nabi Karim Sallam. They never asked Rasulullah Wasallam why a command was given. and then, <clears throat> Excuse me. When they were commanded to do something, they never found any excuses. So within their home, and outside the home, whether they were in business or whether it was in, in a battlefield, in private gatherings or even in the courts of kings and emperors, everywhere they went, they were the most obedient servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The most obedient followers to Nabiya Karim Sallallahu alayhi Wasallam, And they had their lives to show for it. We say we love Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi wa But we offer merely lip service. The Sahaba said they loved Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they had their lives and their actions to prove for it. None of them ever celebrated Nabi Akreem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's birthday. They did not have a special day or a month devoted to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because they had devoted their entire lives to the cause and mission of Nabi Akreem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Today, our lives and our outlook, it bears little re- uh, resemblance to theirs. We praise Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but we don't listen to him. We claim to love Rasulullah Wasallam, but we refuse to follow him. We claim to believe, but we lead lives like those people who don't believe. We emphasize exactly what the companions ignored, what the sahabah Taala ignored, and we ignore what they had emphasized. Muhammad Umar Paranpuri Sabrahmatullahi Alayhi once mentioned that the deen of Rasulullah Wasallam and the sunnah has become yatim and often just like Nabi Akareemallahu sallam began his life as an orphan. At the time when it came to in Rasulullah, every person refused to take Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi sallam because he was an orphan child. People refused to give the child to Halima radiallahu ta'ala because she was poor, she came from an area which was stricken by drought. She did not have much to offer in terms of material benefits to them and their children. So they refused to give her child to her. Eventually it came to a point where Halima رضي الله تعالى عنها did not have anybody to take and nobody was there to prepare to take Rasulullah Sallallahu الله عليه So after consultation with her husband, she said, let us take this child. If we don't get any material benefit, maybe Allah will give us some kind of barakah. Barakah or maybe he will give us Jannah. And when they use the words of Jannah, it really meant to them Jannah, not just mere words. And the moment she brought Nabi ﷺ into her life, her life changed. Total transformation in her life. Where she had no barakah, suddenly she had barakah. No milk in her breast, suddenly her breast filled up with milk. No milk in the camels, but the camels began producing milk. And her life had changed. Materially, she became in a better situation than what she was before. Simply because she brought Rasulullah Sassim as a person into her life. Maulana says that we don't have Nabi Karim Rasulullah's person with us today. What we have is noble sunnah. And it is a promise that if we will embrace this noble sunnah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make us enjoy the same barakah that Halima radiallahu ta'ala anha enjoyed when she took Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam in. So is there anybody to cry and lament over the condition of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? As Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam started his life as an orphan, today we find that sadly the sunnah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has also become an orphan. The Sahaba they love nabi sallallahu wa sallam, and they had their lives to show for it and we can we honestly say that we love rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the which he should be loved we make dua for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that allah ta'ala grant us the true reality and love for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam let us conclude by reciting Durood on nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad Rama salli ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim innaka hamidum majid اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى محمد وما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إن تحميل المجيد وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه صلنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه جميعا وأخر دعوان الحمد لله رب العالمين برحمةك يا رحمن الرحيم